And now, right now, joining us, good friend of ours, and of course, his father, is a dear, dear friend of both me and Bernie for many, many years. The great Rudy Giuliani, heard every weekday on this station at 3 p.m. The apple did not fall far from the tree, we'll tell you that. His son, Andrew Giuliani, running for governor, joins us again right now on this Wednesday morning. Andrew, Sid, and Bernie, welcome back, pal. How are you? Andrew! Bernie. Bernie, Sid, thank you so much for having me. You know, look, my heart is heavy right now for the for the Mora family, the Mora and Rivera families. To think about this tragedy, uh, you know, it's uh, I grew up with cops, right? I mean, yeah. you think about it. When, when I had a protective detail on me, I had two cops with me all the time, and those guys I considered my uncles. One was my confirmation sponsor. Uh, I understand just how important our police are to our community, and I understand also – the fantastic lies that we've been told mm. about our police over the last few years and what it's doing, not just to the police force, but obviously what it's doing to crime all around our city and all around our state. Well, there's no doubt about it. And you talk about your detail growing up, Andrew. And again, not that Lee Zeldin doesn't love the police or Astorino or any other, but, but you, not only do you grow up with it around you, but I mean, we're not that far removed, 20 something years from your father going, going to countless funerals for officers that died in those buildings on 9-11. Now we've got a funeral for Rivera coming up on Friday, a funeral for Mora coming up on Wednesday. So you, Andrew, grew up in a household where going to funerals for cops, unfortunately, was something you guys did quite often. Yeah, well, well, you know, look, it, it came back, I really think, from when my father was young. You know, he had five uncles who were police officers, including his, uh, who I know he's talked about on the radio show before, including his uh, his hero, Rudy Giuliani, who actually, on his last couple weeks on the job, pulled somebody down from the Brooklyn Bridge. This is back in the 1960s before. And his commanding officer, actually, uh, toward the end of the job, was actually a one Ray Kelly. So you talk about how wow. close the WABC family is wow. in, terms of, in terms of everything here. But, you know, look, I, I was listening a little bit before to, uh, to, to John, John Katzimatidi's interview, Mayor Adams, and the one thing that I would say in listening to what Mayor Adams said, he said we need to tweak bail reform. Well, I would completely disagree, Bernie, and said I would say we need to blow up bail reform because if you look at crime around this state and you overlay it with when bail reform came into place, it has just completely spiked. It, start, it started spiking under de Blasio, certainly, but once bail reform came into place, it, it just went out of control, and this is not just only in New York City. This is why... Rochester had the most murders ever in recorded history. It's why Buffalo uh, had it, saw a massive spike in violent crime. The same thing with Albany. Well, you're right about that, Andrew Giuliani. And the timeline, of course, is that uh, that bail reform law uh, w- was implemented January 1st of 2020. And we know that same year, uh, uh, George Floyd, the George Floyd incident, and the overreaction, the really uh, way, way uh, hysterical overreaction to the death of George Floyd when the cop was arrested that day and faced the death penalty. And all these things, uh, the Black Lives Matter, the demonization of police officers unfairly, all of them put together uh, has led to this atmosphere of lawlessness, other things as well. But there's one question I do want to ask you about uh, Andrew Giuliani, who's running for governor in the state of New York on the Bernie and Sid show is uh, something we discussed with Congressman Peter King. Eric Adams says he's putting together, he outlined this blueprint for, uh, you know, ending gun violence. But one of the things he said about the anti-crime unit, he says, we're not going back to the bad old days of the way the anti-crime unit was. 
Well, the bad old days were the good old days. That anti-crime unit was very, very effective. He's implying that it was racist, and it was your dad who was uh, in charge at the time, your dad, Bill Bratton, uh, uh, Ray Kelly, as you mentioned, and to a lesser extent, uh, Mike Bloomberg. Uh, What do you think of his his sort of tepid uh, re-implementation of this uh, anti-crime unit? Well, it's playing politics, right? He's placating the left in saying that. But I think the numbers don't lie, right? I mean, take a look and and look at the murder rate in the early 90s. And when you were at 2,200 murders a year in New York, if you get by the end of the Giuliani administration in New York by 2001, that number is under 600 murders, which actually continued to go down even into the first couple of years of de Blasio. And and uh, I think it it, uh, valued out at, at 289. Now, if you look at the amount of... African-American and Hispanic-American New Yorkers that were murdered. Every single year, it's somewhere between 65 and 75 percent. So you think about how many more African-American New Yorkers, Hispanic-American New Yorkers have their lives now because of those policies. Yep. So the truth is, he may be placating the most radical people in his party. Yes. But honestly, if we want to see crime come back down the way that it needs to in New York, if we want to see businesses actually decide to stay here and grow here, then we're going to have to have a mayor who's not just going to placate the most radical people in their party, but it's actually going to look and say, you know what, the NYPD is the best law enforcement organization, not just in the country, but in the world, and we need to use them if we want to keep our citizens safe. Well, you just said it. I mean, and I've been saying this for months. Uh, I am maybe more more vociferous than anybody. Maybe Greg Kelly's the only other guy that he, he that's all he does is placate. Now I want to send an olive branch, or reach the olive branch out to Eric Adams and fix the relationship between him and me and, and me and Bernie. But the truth is, that's all he does is placate. So now that becomes a big question here. For example, your father when he was uh, when he was mayor, he had a deal with Governor Pataki. Everybody knows they didn't like each other all that much. But guess what? 9-11 happened, things happened, and they found a way, two adults, your dad and Pataki, to get along, and they were great together. The two morons that just left office, de Blasio and Cuomo, they could never do it. So if Andrew Giuliani was to win the gubernatorial next year, what would your relationship be like, because it's important, with the mayor, Eric Adams? Well, I certainly on day one would work to repeal bail reform uh, and give the mayor... But what if he says no? What if he says, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to do that? Well, it's coming out of the state right there. So, I mean, obviously he can go and lobby uh, the Assembly and and the state Senate to do that. But but I think considering uh, he ended up promising, or I didn't say promising, but uh, campaigning against bail reform and basically pointing to the state. I mean, recently he's pointed to the state and say, there's only so much I can do. The governor needs to actually... Uh, work on repealing bail reform right there. So if he goes back on that, then it'd be pretty pretty obvious, I think, to, to most New Yorkers that he truly is just playing politics at this point and speaking out of both sides of his mouth. But I think he's being also sandwiched on both sides of this. And what I mean by that is you got Governor Hochul, who two weeks ago during her State of the State speech, while she cursory mentioned crime probably about 20 minutes into the speech, never mentioned cashless bail or bail reform. I think it shows you how out of touch he is Mm -hmm. with the real problems that New Yorkers are facing. But then also, he's being sandwiched, obviously, by our new DA in Manhattan and Alvin Bragg. So, I mean, the cops can arrest everybody over here that's going to commit a crime, but if you're not going to have somebody who's going to actually prosecute them and put them in jail for... And this is... We're not even talking about misdemeanors anymore. Which, by the way, think about this, right? When you think about not prosecuting the misdemeanors, or at least... You know, going through the misdemeanors and going through that process there, what he basically is saying is we are going to do the exact opposite 
of broken windows theory, which is the theory, obviously, that was implemented in the 90s in New York, continued under Bloomberg, which saw crime drastically go down in New York City. But on top of that, on top of doing the exact opposite of broken windows, he's now saying, I'm not going to actually have armed robbery as long as it's not with a loaded gun. So that could be a knife. It could be a pipe or resisting arrest prosecuted as felonies. I mean, think about that and what that's going to do to this city. So I would remove Alvin Bragg on day one. I think it's obvious he violated his oath of office. The governor has the right under Article 8, Section 13B of the New York State Constitution to do it, and he has, and I would do that. Andrew Giuliani running for governor of the state of New York here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Andrew, presumably, if you do get the nomination, you will be running against this uh, Kathy Hochul, who, by the way, appointed as her lieutenant governor a guy who supported Black Lives Matter and called for defunding the police. Kathy Hochul appointed that guy also and Eric Adams has done the same thing. She talks about a gun violence, as though the guns are committing the crimes, as though the yeah. SUV mowed down those people in Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, when, of course, we know it was a person. Same thing with uh, Kathy Hochul and the guns. It's people. It's not guns. I mean, we can stem the, try to stem the flow of guns, but it's a more immediate problem. It is individuals. Uh, what do you think of Kathy Hochul and her you know, essentially pandering to the radical left on gun control. You, you said it. She's pandering to the radical left because she wants to win a primary. That's it. She doesn't want to actually tackle the real issue that will see crime go down in New York. And as I said before, you could see it in her not even mentioning bail reform in her state of the state speech. I mean, crime was the seventh or eighth thing that she ended up mentioning. Uh, and she she talked about it for, I don't even think, 90 seconds. It was just about a minute or so. <laughs> it's true. So, you know, it, it shows you. I mean, everywhere that I go around the state, and I'm sure this is true with the congressman, I'm sure it's true with Rob, uh, but the, the issues that New Yorkers always talk about, and it's good to kind of get a feel no matter where you are, but no matter where you are around the state, the three issues that New Yorkers are talking about now are number one is crime. You're hearing about the economy and jobs. And you're also hearing about education and then obviously the mandates over the last couple of months as well. But this is independent of whether you're talking to Republicans or Democrats. And look, that's why Eric Adams became the Democratic nominee for mayor, because they looked and they said, hey, this is one guy who's actually willing to acknowledge that crime is a problem in New York. Well, do something about it. I'm sick and tired of seeing our cops, unfortunately, having to go to St. Pat's and lay them to rest. It's enough of this stuff, and it's you know I know I'm emotional, but it's very very close to my heart, and, and I, I just I'm I'm done with this. Really, it should be emotional. Uh, yeah, and, and you're sincere. Uh, you're a Giuliani, and Giuliani's <laughs> love this city and love the cops. I mean that, Andrew. So, uh, listen, we uh, we wish you the uh, the very 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 best. We want you to keep coming back on this program, keep talking. You're a strong voice. You're a tough kid. You're exactly what uh, New York needs. So. Uh, keep doing your talking out there and keep coming packed, pal, and good luck. Thank you so much. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Sid. My man, Andrew Giuliani, right here on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show. He's an impressive kid. You got his, I know Rudy's our friend. We love Rudy, but he's a very, very impressive kid. He, he's really tough. Is. He's tough.